the third and long podcast. Welcome, everybody. My name is Tommy Krabs, here with my co-host, Chase Boogie and T. Fergo. Boys, it's been a long time. What do you, what you guys been on? It's been too long time. Just chilling, man. Been on that grind, boy. It's the best time of the year, though, and you can't really beat it. That's a very fair point, uh, Chase. It's it's the end of the Super Bowl, meaning it's officially – well, I mean, I guess the Senior Bowl is considered officially draft season, but I don't really consider it until all, every team is in the hunt for who they're about to draft. So it's officially draft season, meaning we thought we'd come back hotter than ever with a fresh and new, not, a, not, not as bold as Lance Zerline's mock draft, but our own mock draft. We're not going to put Ed Oliver at linebacker or anything, but – I think I think we could we could make some bold moves. Maybe maybe not Lance Zerline bold, but but still some bold moves. A little educated bold moves. Yeah. Right. Comparisons and. Right. And 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 and. Was it Devin White or Mac Wilson's the next Luke Keekly or some shit like that? He said. Uh, I think he said. I don't know if he said this, but uh, I think Bleach Report did. They said that Devin White's the new Ray Lewis, or is the next Ray Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Right, our takes aren't going to be that rich, but um, we'll try. We'll try to spice it up for you. I got a question so, for you, yeah, yeah. Uh, after the postseason, how do you feel about the Bears' season this year? Uh, it was definitely way better than I thought it was. I mean, clearly it didn't end like the way you wanted it to, but I guess in hindsight, or not in hindsight, I guess like if you would have told me this was how it was going to happen in the beginning of the year, then I would have been happy. I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I, I think you guys have a, a really bright future. I think Mitch is a little bit ahead of schedule. You can see you've seen it towards the end of the game. He can put the game on his shoulders if he really needs to. It's just consistently. I feel like he that's the biggest problem. Yeah, I mean, I could. Have, what do you guys think about the Cowboys season? Uh, same as the Bears, man. If I, you would have told me more the same every, that we were gonna be playing the Rams in the divisional round, I'd be like, dude, you're fucking nuts, dude. Like, but I mean, I'm happy. Uh, but uh, this is a big offseason for the Cowboys. So. Yeah, and, and the weird thing is that both of our teams aren't picking in the first round. So, like, it's going to be a weird draft season for sure. Yeah, I, don't I mean, guess, sorry, but I don't know if you guys seen the reports that uh, there's a possible there's holdout potential between Zeke and Marcus Lawrence. Yeah, I think you guys will figure that out. Yeah. But, yeah. It's so weird, too, because, I mean, like, well, not for you guys as much, but more for Bears fans because we've been bad for so long that, like, we're always picking in the top ten. So, like, draft season is – pretty big like pretty looking forward to it but like now we don't even have a pick to the third round but still uh i'm still super intrigued yeah we'll see we'll see gonna be interesting but um who would it, who's getting paid yeah we'll see that's the thing like i think i think his his stock went so much up after this fucking Super Bowl with Julian Edelman. Yeah, I think and I looked at I was like, dude, did, I thought I was like, I'm pretty sure Julian Edelman did good, did well against us, but he actually didn't. He actually got held to five catches. So like, yeah. I didn't even know that. But yeah, that's awesome. I, I mean, I'm really at the point where like, I don't care if we sign Amos or Callahan back. I just want one of them. You know, I feel like it'd be I think, easier. I think, to play I think Amos is gone for sure. I really, yeah. I think yeah, neither do I. Mm-hmm. Um. But to start on this mock draft, I have the first pick. We did a random order, and I got the first pick. And me and Chase decided to start off with a bang and have a little trade here. Collusion. So, <laughs> Chase is going to call it collusion, but we just looking out for these franchises, man. So we're going to do a trade-up from – the Raiders are going to trade up from four to one, and the Cardinals are going to move to four and get the 27th pick. They're going to get the Cowboys pick that – uh, the Raiders got for Amari Cooper. So, in real life, this probably would probably take more to get up to number one, considering the players not who are on the board. Um, but we just thought that the Cardinals need picks because their roster is so bad, and the Raiders need to come away with the best edge rusher in the class, especially one of the best prospects at edge rusher we've seen in quite some time in Nick Bosa after trading away Khalil Mack. So, obviously, I did that move to take Nick Bosa with the first overall pick for the Raiders. I just feel like not coming away with Nick Bosa after trading Khalil Mack would be a huge failure. And um, that's why I went with Nick Bosa. It's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I think he's just a, he, it's 
no doubt he's the number one pick. Definitely. I'm really surprised that you didn't do what all Cardinals fans want and draft Dwayne Haskins. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Is Josh Rosen on the the door already? <laughs> Bro, those reports are wild. If it you think, so or, or, if anyone thinks no that, sense. I don't get the disrespect. Uh, if any, if anyone thinks that there's a better quarterback prospect in this year's class than Josh Rosen, man, like, get all the way out of here with that. I, I just like. Hey, but if you have two quarterbacks, you have a better chance of hitting, right? Yeah, I guess you're right, Trace. I guess you're right. So, uh, with the number two pick, you have Jimmy Garoppolo. Take your quarterback. <coughs> yeah. Um, we're going to go with that boy. Oh, man. Yeah, right there, dude. I think you were, I think you were uh, trying to take a quarterback, and you got all choked up for it. Yeah, this one's choking me up. This one's choking me up, Tom. Yeah, I was trying to say something here. Because I'm going to have to go with Quentin Williams. Whew. Damn. Francisco 49ers. Why you got to do the NFC like that, bro? Why you got to do that? Why you got to do – why you got to pair up DeForest Buckner with Quentin Williams, dog? That's dangerous. I was either going to go there or a pass rusher, but I feel like – solidify that front with Quentin Williams, bro. He's so good. I think he's the best player in this draft. I do, too. I can't even be mad at you um, for taking Quentin Williams, even though I do think they need an edge pass rusher. It's just like Solomon Thomas. Will? Right. And Solomon Thomas hasn't really panned out yet. I mean, maybe he can. Uh, Eric Armstead, I just feel like he's just kind of a player with a – Solid ceiling. He's nowhere near the player Quentin Williams will be. So, and then DeForest Buckner is obviously a stud, but like pairing those two together, man. And DeForest Buckner has been playing the edge a lot more. He's actually been really good there. Yeah, I mean, you can do some things with Quentin Williams too. I mean, like obviously he's going to play primarily inside, but like you can move him all up the front just to give your defense some exotic looks. But man, that's that's a scary combo for years to come if that's what happens. So, Chase, what are you going to do for Adam Gase's and Dow Loggins Jets? So, there's a lot of things that they definitely uh, – The coked out Jets. Definitely need a lot of things. And, see, I, want, I really want to go protect our quarterback here because we're, we're definitely a protect our quarterback podcast. But I think with the most recent hiring of Adam Gase and Greg Williams, I think the Jets are going to go Josh Allen with that third pick. I, I like that. 45. Well, I want to go Quinn Williams, but – I was obviously I was contemplating Cody Ford also, but I think Greg Williams, what he did with Miles Garrett, I think he has a chance to do it again with Josh Allen for sure. Dude, I love that pick because there have no edge pass rushers whatsoever. Like it, it's yeah. I mean that's true too, but I think their edge pass rush room is like the worst in in the NFL. It's like not even I I can't even think of a team that's worse. They have literally no impact players at that position, and it's so important in today's NFL to get opposing quarterbacks off their spot and you cannot do that without edge pass rushers like they tried it for years with scheme and they're not the patriots dog you can't do it like you're not you're not good enough you won't be good enough to do it you need good players at that position and josh allen is a player who's pretty good right now who can be so much better with development and i actually like greg williams the defensive coordinator to develop him too so i like that pick a lot Yeah, Adam Gase just has to stay off the crack, and maybe. I mean, he's wigging out. Uh, I'm on the board for the Cardinals, and I think this pick's really a no-brainer. I'm going to go Jonah Williams here. Um, just can't pass on an offensive lineman here. Um, if Maybe if one of those two players were still on the board, then that's where I'd go, but I just can't. The need is too great to pass on an offensive lineman. I mean, their offensive line is so bad. And, I mean – DJ Humphreys, their left tackle is okay, struggles at times, but um, I could play Jonah Williams at right tackle. If he doesn't work at a right tackle, I could play him in guard. I could play him at left tackle if we want to get rid of DJ Humphreys. He can play every position, and I just think he's arguably the best offensive lineman in the class. I think he's a no-brainer here at four. I like yeah, it. Pick. I mean, like, people like hate on Josh Rosen. Look at what he had to work with, especially his skill set. He had and the worst offensive line out of the bunch. Too. 
What's up? So that will hold David Johnson a lot too. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. They need. This is Cardinals, right? Because they trade. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I just think that's the best move for that. That team. They're gonna have to pay another tackle too in in free agency. This this can't be the only addition they make to that offensive line. They need a a whole new hall of players at that of those positions. Yeah, I think they can get a lot of picks for that for the number one pick, but we'll we'll see if they're actually willing to part ways with it. Trace, you are on the clock for the Jameis Winstons, the Crab Legs. Yeah, um, here I'm gonna go with that boy Brian Burns. Keep that boy in Florida. Wow, I love you. I love you for taking Brian Burns and putting respect on Brian Burns right now. Keep that boy in Florida. They need a pass rusher, and he's I, the third best in the class. I love, yeah, I like this pick a I lot. I actually think he's the second best in the class. I think Brian Burns right now is the second best pass rusher in the class, but I feel like Josh Allen has higher upside. I agree. I definitely agree. Chase, what were you going to say about Brian Burns? I could see, I could, I, like, Brian Burns, he reminds me a lot of, like, a raw Jason Pierre-Paul. Like, I don't know if you know what I'm saying? Dude, you know they might, um, what's it called? They might cut him. Yeah. I think they're going to cut him, uh, from what I'm hearing. I hear they're going to cut him. Just that fucking, like, Brian Bird's at that big body, dude. I don't know, like, I just, when I see him, when I see him, I just see. Yeah, he's long. Yeah. He's long, yeah. He's, he should, be, I mean, it depends on, well, they're under a 3-4 now. So, I guess his weight wouldn't be as big of an issue if they're still under a 4-3. But, I mean, he could afford to put on some extra pounds. But, man, that, those... Pass rushing counters and pass rushing moves that he has in his arsenal with the combination of the speed and bend yeah. is just, it, it's too good right now. Like, it's too. Oh, sorry for cutting you off. No, 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 go for it, go for it, go for it. Um, and it doesn't help, it doesn't hurt to have Vita Vea next to you also. Mm hmm. So. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to re, uh, they're going to just do away with their veterans of the defensive line because they save a lot of money if they cut Jerome McCoy and Jason Pierre Paul. So I love this pick, Trace, and I don't think people are talking enough about Brian Burns and how good he actually is. He's probably going to be a top five to top seven player on my board when it's all said and done. If he tests the way I think he's going to test. I didn't think you were going to go Brian Burns here. I really thought you were going to go Ed Oliver just because of the departure of Jerry McCoy, but I like Brian Burns a lot better now that I know Jason Pierre-Paul might be out the door. So. Yeah, they both might be out the door, so I think it's pick your poison at this point. Yeah. Chase, you're picking for your division rival, or one of your division rivals. Eli Manning. The Giants have so many holes on defense. I just think the, but I think the, they do. the biggest hole that cover, like the biggest hole they have right now is definitely tackle, man. And I'm gonna go with Cody Ford out of Oklahoma. Love it. Love it. He's the same thing as Jonah Williams. Besides, I don't know if he can play left tackle. I think, I think if the, if, what's kind of good for with him is, is if the Giants can't. <laughs> tackle he could definitely transition to a guard and i just think that there's so many holes in that offensive line where he like he's gonna help them in any way possible and he is a mauler in the run game and you get will hernandez cody ford saquon i'm loving it i'm loving it already eli's already packing his bags to new york to get back to otas if he hears that pick um I'm picking for Jacksonville, so this is really hard for me because I am, like, out on this quarterback class. But since it's not – this is pre-free agency and everything like that, I'm going to say right now I'd rather go the veteran route for Jacksonville because I wouldn't want to be tied down to any of these quarterbacks in the draft because if you invest a pick, like the number seventh overall pick, you're invested in them for years. Like, you know what I mean? Like – I couldn't. I couldn't do that to my. Not here. Not here. I couldn't do that. So, but because we don't know um, if they're going to go that route, and this regime needs to get a quarterback, or they're out the door next year, I'm going to pick Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I think they both will because I think they're both gone if they don't get this right. I mean, maybe if they if they if they, if they get like Nick Foles and they go to the playoffs, then no, I think they'll be fine. But like. 
they have to they have to get a quarterback. They have to change the situation. Right. Um, I, 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 like, I, the more I watch Dwayne Haskins, the more questions I have, but I'm going to take him here. I think he can do what they are asking Blake Bortles to do better. Um, I think maybe, maybe not right away because he's going to be a rookie and he's only played one year at Ohio state. But like, if you just ask him to stay in shorter, short and intermediate range, West coast stuff, super quick stuff and don't, and keep his down the field shots limited. I like it. And have him rely on that run game, I like it. But, like, if you ask him to do any more than that and you rely on him to make your team better, I just can't see that right away. I think he still needs a lot more development to be that quarterback. I just don't know what the ceiling is, and I don't know if I would invest this high of a pick in Dwayne Haskins. Uh, I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd invest a pick in a quarterback within the first 18 picks of this draft. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the highest grade is Dwayne Haskins, and he's a late second right now. So, I, I just... I don't know. There's a chance that three quarterbacks that go in the top 15 in this draft is literally... It's wild. These aren't top 15 quarterbacks. People are trying to... Be the like, fact. They're trying to do like last year where they're trying to get their guys in that draft. It's just not it. It's a, it's, a, it's a bad year to do it. There was, what, five franchise quarterbacks last year, and now they're just... People are rushing for the quarterback now. And I, I yeah, and it's not like the quarterbacks are terribly bad to where they can't play. I think just the value of where they're valued at is completely wrong. I think you can get a solid quarterback. If you were accurately basing where these quarterbacks should be drafted, like in the second round, like in that Derek Carr, Deshaun Kaiser type of range, then maybe like I'd be on board with that. But drafting him seventh overall, you're investing your future into him, and I can I am not on board with any of the quarterbacks, really. Uh, Trace, you are up, though, for the most – Boring team and odd team, the Detroit Lions. Damn, you think they're boring? We're going to have to spice them up a little bit then, huh? Yes, then spice them up, dude. We're going to have to go ahead and give them boys. <clears throat> hmm. They need a corner. They need an edge rusher. They need a corner the most. They do. They need a receiver, too. Low key. And I'm going like to go team. Byron Murphy. CB1. Stand up. For the Detroit Lions. From DBU, the new DBU. I'm going to hook up the best corner in the draft and one of the best corners in the league in Darius Slay. And that'd be a dangerous tandem right there. That's I love it. I love it so much because I am like currently working to do Byron Murphy's. Uh, eval, and I definitely think he is a shot to be a top 10 player on my board. And it's crazy how much better he is than the next best corner in this class. If he tests the way we think he's a test, too. I, I'm really I'm really a fan of Byron Murphy. I like him a lot. That's a good pick. He just does it all. He's like he's like Denzel Ward to me, just the less – I mean, like, in terms of not, – not, not like they're not super similar in every type of way, but, like, people are going to look at Byron Murphy's size and just discount him right away. Byron Murphy does everything well, like every single thing, and he's just under I know it's kind of like name, but I see Byron Jones and Byron Murphy, bro. That little man-to-man, yeah. bro. He's a ball hawk too. Like he, he's so good. Yeah. He's so smart, and for being a redshirt sophomore too, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yeah. But Chase, you're picking. No, dude, this is your squad because you're devoted to Josh Allen, so you must make sure. Josh Allen. You need some help. This pick right here is completely based on the combine and a physical. And that boy is DK Metcalf. Love it. We're going to give Josh Allen some weapons here. I honestly Love think it. this guy could be one of the best receivers I've ever yeah, like three years if he comes out healthy. He's got amazing ball. He's got ball radius. He's, He's Julio Jones. Josh Allen for big play, man. So, He's Julio Jones. I, I am such a fan of DK Metcalf. I just don't like they. I mean, they already like cleared him to to do all football activities, whatever. Like he could play a game tomorrow. I don't. I don't see what people are saying why he's slipping so late in mock drafts and analyst mock drafts. Like I just saw one where he's going in the second round. He literally got cleared for all football activities. This man has elite traits and can beat press coverage and played against the best competition and thrived. Just he just ha- ran a simple route tree in a, in a wacky offense, but I think he has all the traits to expand that route tree. Like 
uh, he for sure is like could be a Julio Jones, like Trey said, a Julio Jones type of receiver. I really am a buyer yeah, of DK Metcalf. And that coaching staff is pretty good at developing raw talent. Yes. Josh Allen, obviously Josh Allen surprised a lot of us last year with the way the coaching staff dumbed down. Not I want to say dumbed down, but if they can mold Metcalf into a player the way they did in uh, Allen last year. Right, and look what Josh Allen loves to do. He loves to throw down the field. DK Metcalf wins vertically. Like, that's – it's just the perfect pairing. I really don't know – other than offensive line, I really don't know if you could get another prospect to help Josh Allen out more. If We talk about these teams trying to help their young quarterbacks. DK Metcalf will, could help Josh Allen tremendously, and I just think that would be such a good fit. I hope they're considering him at nine. I know they value the trenches heavily. I hope they're considering him at nine because I think he's that good of a player. Um, I'm up next, right? So I'm for Denver. So, like, again, I'm not – I wouldn't put my stock in any of these quarterbacks. But I think Drew – I think Drew Locke is – was at least ascending towards the end of the year. And I think that John Elway really likes Drew Locke. And I think he needs to get the quarterback position right. Do I think Drew Locke would be right here? No, I don't. I know this is what I'm doing, but just like the same reason I'm doing for the Jags, he needs to get it right. If he believes in him, I think they have a plan for him and how to get the best out of it for his skill set. So I will go Drew Locke here. Um, I like parts of Drew's game, just the inconsistencies with like accuracy, how he handles pressure, how fast he can process the game. That scares me. But he did improve towards the end with in a pro-style offense. He said he got a hang of it more. Um, he was working on the stuff he needed to improve on at the Senior Bowl. He killed the interviews. I guess that's all stuff that I have to like. I don't know if I like him this high, though. I still would feel iffy about it. Yeah. We're talking all this trash about quarterbacks, and we uh, two already gone. So, yeah, <laughs> I, really yeah I like it. I, I like think that pick. Drew Locke's a perfect pick for the Broncos. Yeah. Um, I like that pick. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about like why do you think they're so open about saying they're like infatuated with Drew Locke? Like I don't understand that draft strategy at all. Like you're in the tenth pick, you have no leverage in saying that. Like you're actually losing your leverage if you mean it. That's why I think it could be smoke. I just don't know. Yeah, sure. maybe it's smoke and other one of the, in case like they want one of the other quarterbacks to fall down or maybe smoke for them to take a quarterback and like a player fall to them. I don't know. Cause it's, I don't think it's strange. Yeah, it is strange. I don't know. Especially at 10. That's like, like such a limbo pick. I think yeah. John Elway way too much credit right now. Yeah. He is dumb. Like, yeah, are not, right now, I think we're just looking into it too much. I think they want Drew Locke and I think John Elway wants Drew Locke and he doesn't care who knows it. I heard he was following him throughout this entire season. Like, like he went to a couple of his games, and I heard he was all he was like completely by him during the um, the quarterback drills at the Senior Bowl as well. So I mean, I, I kind of do agree with both of what you guys are saying. It could be either way. I just think that John Elway has showed us that he is in a, a bit over his head. So I wouldn't doubt that if that was the case. Um, T. Ferg, you are up. For the Cincinnati Bengals, the new Zach Taylor's Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to grab them Devin White. Easy pick. That's probably the easiest pick in the draft, right? Yeah. Mock draft. They need a linebacker. Devin White or Mac Wilson can't go wrong with either. Yeah. I'd give them Devin White, though. That's what I'd go with. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with it. Losing Vontez, and they definitely yeah. need a linebacker. I don't even know who else. I mean, Nick Vigil's bad, and Malik Jefferson. I mean, how much can you count on him? Product for sure, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know where you you go from there. Um, Chase, go with Devin White from there. Chase, what would you do? Would you would you roll out another year with Andy Dalton? With the Bengals? Yeah. Um, you think maybe they're waiting? I think they I think they are. I think they want to give him a chance under under the new offensive coach, the new Sean McVay Jr. I mean, because that team can be scary with Herbert or Tua. Really, like, that 
And think about it, they really don't have any other holes, like, besides quarterback and linebacker. That's a good team. That they're really corner, good. maybe. Corner. But, like, they, I mean, they, I mean, Drake Kirkpatrick, or not Drake Kirkpatrick. Yeah, Drake Kirkpatrick, I mean, he's fine. I mean, like, he's not a world beater by any means, but, like, he's a solid number two to William Jackson. So, like, I, I maybe offensive line you could go here. I just really don't know other position other than. I mean, I mean, D-line, it, 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 they're getting up there in age. But I mean, right. This could be one of the most talented. We've said this so many times on our podcast. This could be one of the most talented rosters. They got rid of their head coach, so maybe that's what they needed. They needed to change the culture. Can he, Andy Dalton improve and play better than he has and win the big games for those teams? We'll find that out. Taylor sees something in Andy Dalton that he likes. So yeah. That he, I mean, yeah, if you want a job. They could be waiting for the next next That too. So, yeah. That, um, that division's going. That division's flipping, man. It's becoming. It's going to eventually. I think it's eventually going to become. Be competitive. And Ravens and the Steelers are just dropping off. The bro, that offense is good. They just need to solidify that defense in the middle, bro. Like, they need a linebacker desperately. Mm, they definitely do. They got ran over all over last year. We see good from Andy Dalton sometimes. Like, we see right. Andy Dalton, like, that the Bengals see a lot. If you don't rely on him to win the games for you, he can win, he can win you games. Like, if you take as much as you can off his plate, you can win games, and they are looking like they have the roster to do that. Yeah, he'll beat the Colts week one, but will he beat them week fucking 15 when they need to clinch right. the spot? No. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, okay, so, Chase, you are on the board for my arch rival, Green Bay Packers. Please draft a bad player for them. With the 12th overall pick, Chase Jalen Ferguson. From Iowa. Oh, my God. Hmm. And his name is let me hold my dick. What did you say? I said, let me hold my dick. Not Noah Fan. Ooh, I know who's about to be. TJ Hawkinson. TJ motherfucking Hawkinson. He fits that offense a lot better than Noah Fan. Agreed. Blocking tight end who can also make He's amazing in the passing game. I think what puts him over the top of Noah Fan is just how great of a blocker he is. Not saying Noah Fan's not a good blocker, but TJ Hawkinson is the du- is a dual threat tight end. He's the most complete tight end in this class. So, I think he fits that Aaron Rodgers, that Jared Cook, the Jimmy Graham, you know what I'm saying type. Of- yeah, agreed. He'd be what they wanted probably Jared Cook to be. I can't say they what Jimmy Graham would be because yeah. Jimmy Graham was just bad. I don't know why I signed him, but... Um, Okay, he don't. I can't say my source, but I have a source that said that the Packers. For, this was directly from Noah Fant's camp. Were heavily interested in Noah Fant, and told him that they were considered taking him at the twelfth overall pick. I heard that from a source. I can't say the source, but it's legit. So Tom just can't kiss and tell. Can't kiss and tell. Just, just uh, keeping that, keeping that real with y'all. They're gonna be a little dirty, little prick. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I am on man. Uh, speaking of another team, why did I get the team that needs all the quarterbacks? Do it. Do it. I was just about to say that. You, um, you have to. You have to. We all. I have Miami. Miami. We all want to see it. I was. I, if I had Miami, I wouldn't go quarterback. But go ahead. I. We all want to see it. I have Miami, and I'm actually not going to go quarterback just because they've already came out and said that they want to stay for 2020. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take, hmm, I'm going to take Juwan Taylor. I think they're going to get rid of, they're going to get rid of, um, who's their current right tackle? Juwan James. James. Yeah, Juwan James. I think they're not going to re-sign him. So um, I think Juwan Taylor could potentially be the best or second best tackle in the class. They need a right tackle. He plays right tackle. Um, build for the future. I know they want a quarterback. They said they're super interested in Tua. I can't relate. No, I'm, I'm not saying Tua's bad, but I, from what I've seen from Tua, I'm not giving up the ranch, what they're said that they're considering doing. But if they are going to do that, might as well draft an offensive lineman. Make sure that two is protected, especially with all the um, 
injuries that he's had. So I am not going to go Kyler Murray. That I know Trace wanted me to. I'm not going to do it. No, Tom, we, knew you were, we knew you were thinking of Daniel Jones, dude. Stop. Stop. I have a question. <laughs> and it's kind of mind-boggling to me. As soon as Justin Herbert, like, declared that he wasn't going to the draft, he, like, became, like, a cr- crumbs compared to Tua for some reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know. I agree with you. I think Justin Herbert is going to be the best quarterback in that class in terms of and if he has all the NFL traits, it's really whether or not he grows that I want to see. Um, I just think Tua makes too many mistakes to really buy into. Maybe he'll improve and improve me wrong. But like right now, from what I've seen, I I think Tua can be a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I think he would be better than a lot of quarterbacks in this class. I just think people are kind of overlooking the fact that he puts the ball in harm's way a lot. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about the 2020 class when we get there. Um, T. Ferg, you are on the clock for Atlanta, a loaded roster that probably shouldn't be picking this high, but they're picking yeah. this high. Well, both of their D-tackles are hitting the market, so I'm with Ed Oliver. That's a great pick. Wow, that's a good for the Falcons. That's literally yeah, that's like insane. perfect fit, perfect pick. Like, couldn't have said it. I would be up as a team, as a team, as a fan from a team in the NFC. I would be upset if the Falcons exactly. ran Ed Oliver. I, mean, I know, would. So if you think about it, you could drop Ed Oliver back at linebacker and have Deion Jones. Yeah. <laughs> just switch roles. Just to switch them. Yeah, he's a versatile chess piece that you could drop a 271-pound player and play him a middle linebacker. Definitely. No, but I, I love that pick. I mean, dude, imagine if they get to retain Grady Jarrett with Ed Oliver. Come on now. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me and stop playing with Matt Ryan. Tra- Chase, you are on the clock for the Washington Redskins. How come I'm getting you, all the rivals, man? You are getting a lot of the rivals. You, but And they need a quarterback. Yeah, I was about to say, baby. I can't believe you, I like Washington. I was either gonna go. I was gonna go wide receiver because I thought you were taking Kyler with Miami, but I'm gonna go Kyler and Murray. The Washington Redskins. I like the pick. Honestly, this is where I would take quarterbacks, like 15 and down. Like if I really was sold, I was really sold. Or if I was the Jags, the Dolphins, or the Redskins, three teams that must have a quarterback, a new quarterback. I, I take them in this range probably. This would be probably be the highest I would take them. I think Kyler would be good for them. Just it's a culture change. I think it's a huge culture change. Uh, their defense is starting to turn around a little bit. So. Yeah, I agree. It's also the Redskins. So. Worst franchise. I mean, um, yeah, you're not. I do. If they did that, I would laugh hysterically. That would be amazing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have the Carolina Panthers, and I'm going to go Clellan Farrell here. Um, I think he fits really well with what they like. They like big defensive ends, and Clellan Farrell is probably the second biggest defensive end behind Nick Bosa. Um, I think he does everything they want him to do in terms of defending the run, super polished with his hands. Um, The question is how high of an upside as a pass rusher does he have? Um, he can't really bend as much as you'd want him to bend, and that's super important in terms of being able to, you know, get on the outside edge track and really be able to win through a trump card type of way, like have, being that flexible is. Um, but I, I th- in Carolina's standpoint, they just need somebody, man. They can't keep – I mean, Julius Peppers is retired. Mario Addison's a nice piece, but – it's more of a complimentary piece. Um, I just think that you need to address that position because it's so important. I know they have a bunch of other positions on the defensive side of the ball and offensive line they need to address. But Colin Farrell is such a good scheme fit. Um, so I'm going to take him here. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. That's definitely what they need. They need that or another linebacker because Thomas Davis is retiring. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 need a lot. <laughs> Their defense, Loki ass. <laughs> For sure. There's a good chance that Cam doesn't play this year, man. He has that same injury that he came back early from that same injury Andrew Luck had. Oh yeah, I don't trust their GM, man. Their new GM. I mean, Dave Gettleman wasn't great either, but like, dude, he's been swinging and missing. I mean, not 
not on, not on every pick, but just like weird picks that they don't need necessarily is where I have my issue with him. But um, anyway, they just need to rehaul the roster and have him sit out and tank. That wouldn't be horrible for them, but like then again, like you're trying to maximize Cam window, Cam Newton's window. But also, you're also not trying to put Cam in your franchise harm's way. True. True. And I mean, look at the look at the Colts. They put they put Andrew Luck on the shelf for a year or two. Yeah, that that helped out a lot. That draft class they had was, I just they don't have Chris Ballard to to call on the shots, so can't put that same trust in the Panthers doing that. He was good um, in the beginning of the year, but I think Cam's arm, I mean, he just injury kind of, you know, kind of screwed him. But, Tiefer, you have the opportunity to save the Cleveland Browns and elevate them to a Super Bowl caliber team with this pick. Don't do Tino Pro bogus and ruin the pick. Well, they do say that Super Bowls are won in the trenches, Tom. Do they or do they not? They say that a lot. So I'm going to have to go and give the Cleveland Browns Christian Wilkins. I like it. I like someone else that plays the same position more, but I don't mind the pick at all. Chase, what do you, what, what, what's Nice pass rush from inside, bro. I think they needed need that. Him and Larry Obanjabi, I think that's a nice little one, too. They got Miles Garrett out on the edge. I, I like it. And then, dude, and they can rush Denard Avery on the edge. That is That is nice. That's scary. Um, you know what I like about that pick a lot? What do you tackle did you like more that you would have rather gone? Oh, Jeffrey I would have gone Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. Jeffrey Simmons is probably going to be a top five player on my board. Um, however, the character thing in real life, we'll see if he gets drafted in the first round. Um, I, I'm having, it sounds, it's sounding like he's not going to be drafted in the first round. So this pick, I mean, might. not getting invited to the combine, that seems pretty like, you're yeah. definitely not going to be a first-round pick in that case. Right. And, like, I'm not trying to equate their situations, but, like, we saw what Joe Mixon didn't go in the first round. Was yeah. definitely a first-round player. Whatever Other team gets him, though, is going to get a snag at a value right. pick. Right. Right. I mean, he's he, he's going to have to face the repercussions of the situation financially if they decide not to take him in the first round. So, um, Yeah. Um, I know what I like about this Christian Wilkins pick, though. Christian Wilkins is a leader, and he's a champion. He's a winner. And they need yeah. players like that in their culture right now to elevate what they already have now. And I think Christian Wilkins is their perfect type of player for them to do that. Um, Chase, you have another rival with the Minnesota Vikings. dude. This is just weird that you have all the teams that we don't like. But this pick's basically a no-brainer to me. Well, like the position you need to address. Here, but I can also see them going another place with it. I'll tell you after the okay. pick. Um, I'm going to go Garrett Bradbury. Love it. Material lineman from um, NC State. Uh, Love it. Yeah, they're not great. At, I think in this division with that Chicago Bears team, you really do. Really <laughs> but I can also think, like I said, I can see them going another way. Um, I can see them going greedy with this spot. Really? After taking Mike Hughes last year? Because Trey Waynes is bad. Yeah, he is bad. Greedy Williams is a lot, has a lot more room to be good. <laughs> no, yeah, he does. I just think that they have, there's, I mean, they got Holton Hill. They got, obviously, Xavier Rhodes, Mike, uh, Mike Hughes, um, Alexander. But, I mean, Trey Waynes and Alexander, man, like, we know what they are. So, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate the pick necessarily. I just think ignoring that offensive line, like you need you need no, yeah, to sure. that like offensive line. Defense. Yeah. Right. Um, I love yeah. I love Bradbury with the thing because I think you can move Eifelin out to guard, and he really struggled last year at center. So, um, and he's perfect for their scheme they run. They run a bunch of outside zone. He's like probably the best outside zone offensive lineman in the class. Um, Yeah, agreed. And they need to lean on that run game. I think he's a really good fit for what they want to do. Um, I have the Titans here. I am going to go Riley Ridley 
Um, actually, can I change my pick? I'm going to go Ja'Kai Polite. I'm going to go Ja'Kai Polite. They need another edge rusher. Derek Morgan's probably not going to be back. He's 33 now, or like 32 now. Um, they already have Harold Landry, and I just can't pass up the opportunity of pairing up Harold Landry and Ja'Kai Polite. That'd just be too fun. I um, It's a position to need, and having those two speed rushers on the edge, man, that's freaking scary. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's dangerous. Yeah. Dynamic as hell. They need to address receiver, but like I feel like you can get receivers later on in the draft. I don't know if you get a good edge rusher like Ja'Kai. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a good pick. I forgot about, like I said, I just, I forgot about Ja'Kai Polite. I know. I, I, I've heard he's had some character concerns too, so we'll see how how high he gets drafted. It's going to be interesting to follow. I think he's going to test out of the gym at the Combine, so – He'll probably be a first-round pick when it's all said and done. But you never know. You never know. Chiefer, you're picking for Jason Shanker's Pittsburgh Steelers. But, like, it's it, it's such a dark time being a Steelers fan right now. It really you is. You just have no clue. Like, you're just, like, you in the dark. Your eyes, man. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but, like, the one constant that won't change from this year to next year they need a cornerback, and they need Greedy Williams. They definitely need Greedy Williams, and it's pretty wild because I think Greedy Williams will be here. Yeah, I think DeAndre Baker fits the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, um, I don't know, just the, but he he fits the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, I'm trying to figure out the I'm blanking on. Like the culture, like the yeah, physicalness, like. Yeah, I think they'd go greedy just because they love athletes and they love big Exactly. Yeah. That's but I mean, I know what you're saying, Chase, because like I feel like they need more players maybe like a DeAndre Baker. They need more football players than just and but Greedy Williams is 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 polished just to some extent. He's just inconsistent. But hopefully hopefully Greedy Williams can show us that he'll play like the best version of himself. Because the best version of himself is probably the best corner in this draft. He's just too inconsistent right now to really buy into. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, so hopefully if he landed in a place like a Steelers, like an established franchise that's stable, we'll get the best version of him. And I think he'll be, surprisingly, be around here um, in this range of the draft. This is a weird team, Chase, for you to pick picking up next. Seattle. I mean, obviously they have offensive line needs. When do they not have offensive line needs? They have safety needs. They have corner. I guess they don't. Like people like yeah. Trey Flowers there. The, the like the sixth round pick they had last season, and then Shaquille Griffin, obviously. And then they're losing KJ Wright and free agency, and then they have to resign Frank Clark. So this team has low key some needs to to address. I think they should like there's offensive line, but at this point in our mock draft, there's no lineman I would go with here. Okay. To be honest, I don't like Greg Little as much as I did at the beginning of the draft season. Um, True. I like the receiver Greg Little a lot more. Interesting pick. Yeah, I, think I like this good. pick. They can move him into inside D line. I think convince him to not convince him, but they move him into inside D line. I think he could fit that. And take a chance of not even having to resign Frank Clark and wasting money on Frank Clark. Not wasting yes. money. I mean, I think they should resign. I think they should resign Frank Clark either way because Frank Clark is a dog. No, yeah, I'm saying if he, you know what I'm saying? Like if they don't, if they can't get Frank Clark, then. They can't get him back. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Huge. Um. Why don't we just address why? I mean, we are probably not as high on Rashawn Gary as the major draft analysts. Like, we're seeing him being mocked in the top 10, which probably is going to happen in real life. Um, I just can't buy into Rashawn Gary because I think he's so, not so far behind technically, but he is far behind technically from a pass rusher standpoint. He doesn't really know how to use his hands yet. And I don't know if he's flexible enough to win on the edge consistently. Um, and he's duck footed. And that affects the way you rush the passer when you're rushing from the outside. And that's really something you can't change. Um, so I think, what Chase, like Chase said, moving him to the interior defensive line and allowing him to penetrate um, just in a, at a linear, in a linear angle, 
I think that's perfect for what he's good at. And I think Seattle would be the perfect team to develop a raw defensive lineman. Look what they've done with other defensive linemen in the past. That's the perfect landing spot for him. I think he's the exact kind of player they, they love to draft. So I really like this pick. Yeah, I agree. That's where my, my, my views on Rashawn Gary kind of dropped a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you you brought it up, actually, to me, that how much better he'd be at, we were watching the, the Notre Dame game. Yes. How much better he'd be at interior D linemen. And then they move him inside, and he's tearing it up. He's tearing up right. Notre Dame. So, yeah, I think if, they, if, if a team could get Rashawn Gary, I would want to see it be Seattle. Right. And, and the thing is, he's super, like, he's going to kill the combine. Like, we all know that. Like, we... No one's no one's saying he's not athletic. That's his calling card. That's why teams are attracted right now. The thing is, though, your athleticism can only get you so far, and you need to take that next step from a technical standpoint. He has yet to do that throughout his entire time at Michigan. So, right, exactly. We've seen that from Leonard Floyd. We've seen that from. Especially in the NFL. And he wasn't even very productive in college. So, bottom line is, you are drafting Rashawn Gary for the player that he is going to be, not the player he is right now. If you're drafting him the player that he is right now, he's not very good. Let's just call it like it is. Um, so, the teams that take him in the top ten have to realize that. A lot of, a lot of Michigan guys, like the past couple of years, have been are more projects than anything. Which is- right. Even Frank Clark. I mean, like, look, how, look at how many years it took for him to figure it out. Now he's a stud, and look, he's on Seattle. Like they develop him. Like that's just there's there. There you need to develop technically, or you won't be successful in the NFL. Yep. Bottom line, um, I'm picking next for the Baltimore Ravens. I'm so I want to go Riley Ridley, but I'm going to go Debo Samuel because I think Debo Samuel is a better separator than Riley Ridley. I think. Um, Riley Ridley is probably a more complete receiver, but I think Lamar Jackson needs receivers that create a ton of separation because he's more of a general, generally thrower where he's not spot-on accurate, but he can throw it in the vicinity of a receiver. Um, Devo Samuel's catch radius is a little smaller, but not small enough to like hold me back from taking him. I just think he fits Lamar better than, say, a Riley Ridley. I think you need a more accurate passer with Riley Ridley. Yeah, I agree 100% with that analysis. Yeah, I definitely think the Ravens got to stop going with old free agents and definitely got to start drafting. I'm, exactly. Like, Crabtree's gone, right? Like, he's he's done. Like, he, they're going to cut him, right? Like, I, that's what I'm, I'm guessing. Like, I I don't know that for sure, but, like, Mike man, he looked bad. Crabtree didn't pan out. Like, I think it's time to go first-round receiver. And, and actually hit on a good one. <laughs> And now, I mean, no offense to Ozzie Newsom, like, you're one of the best, but dude, dude couldn't tell a good receiver if it hit him in the face. So. If you mocked him. Yeah, right, honestly, like, for real. And he's tight end. Makes no sense. He drafted Hayden Hurst. He's Hall of Fame tight end, drafted Hayden Hurst in the first round. Not, not first round worthy, though. Chase, not Chase, Trace. You have another – This is the. No, I think this is the easiest pick of the entire – This has pick to be. in the whole draft. Dude, they need one position, offensive line, Dalton Risner. Love it. Versatile offensive lineman can play all over the line. They need exactly, exactly what they need. Yards. Boom. Easy. Chase, you're picking for Oakland. This is the Bears pick. You went Bosa, right, first? I did. Uh, I can go two ways here. I can go give Carr some weapons. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with safety number one. Ooh, who's safety number one? Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Dude, since he caught my eye, man, that dude's been a, just huge, huge. So like, I, and I know Philly. If if they do take Mr. Hunter, Philly's pissed. Yeah. Pissed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that may that pick makes a lot of sense, dude. Um, their safety room right now is pretty garbaggio, um, considering Reggie Nelson's still on their team. So yeah, yeah. Um, 
I I like the pick. I like the pick a lot. Um, I still have to watch more in this year. But like, he had a fine Senior Bowl week. I just thought he'd be a little better. He had like a good Senior Bowl week. It wasn't like a loud Senior Bowl week where like I was. But I mean, they were playing him out of position and and the whole thing. So. I heard I heard he's supposed to like be a freak of an athlete. I heard he's about to kill the combine. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm up next for Philly. Man, I'm gonna go DeAndre Baker. I just think their corners are so bad, and I know they like to go offensive lineman, defensive lineman in the first round. That's what Howie Roseman does. Um, I just don't think you could walk into next season with the corners you got now. Um, especially they're losing Ronald Darby and they're probably not going to resign Jalen Mills. So um, I, I like DeAndre Baker. I think he might be a little limited from an athletic standpoint, but um, with Philly's defensive line and how they scheme, I think he should be fine. They should protect him um, in, the, in that regard. So I, I got to go DeAndre Baker here. Yeah, I like that pick. I was going to take him for the Colts, but you just snagged him for me. <laughs> See, here's the thing with the Colts. But the, now the Colts, this is who they need, Tom. Mm. They need Riley Ridley. They definitely need Riley Ridley. I love that pick. And that's for quarterback receiver fit right there. Dude, they got. I mean, yeah, Riley really can work. Really, really is another like Bro, he can get vertical. Yeah. Or he can get. He can do it all. Oh. Right. I think he's a little like bigger and more. Dude, Riley like, Ridley's like a perfect receiver in a Frank Reich offense. Yes, agreed. Right, and Riley Ridley's actually good. So. I mean, I like that pick a lot. I think you definitely need to upgrade the receiver room you have right now. I don't think you're going to consistently win with the talent you had um, for the Colts. So, like, Dontrell Edmond ain't going ain't gonna to win you games like he was last year, dog. I think they're going to figure that out. So, Like, the Colts' front seven played a lot better than anybody thought they would have. Definitely. Including their defensive line. So, like, I would say if there's not a good corner available at this spot, get the best receiver on the board because there's a lot of good receivers in this class. Definitely. And I, I don't think they go Jeffrey Simmons here just because Chris Ballard doesn't really go the route of troubled players. Not And not yeah. saying Jeffrey Simmons is a troubled player, but if you usually have any red flags, Chris Ballard's usually out. Um, and Chase. there's so many good receivers. Like if Riley really is still not on the board, like Dingo Samuel will be on the board or Nikhil Harry or Kelvin Harmon. One mm-hmm. of them. What would you guys say, like, your tier of, like, like list your receivers of, like, the top guys and then where they tier off? Like, you don't have to list any more after the top guys, but, like, where it stops. All right, one is DK Metcalf, and then it's, like, two, I like Debo, three, probably Riley Ridley. And then I feel like those are the clear top three to me, and then it falls off. And then it's, like, Kelvin Harmon, Nikhil Harry. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I think Calvin Harmon can be in that conversation if he tests, if he checks out testing wise, and then that's the only, the biggest concern about his game. But I think he's awesome on the field. It's just I don't know how fast he is, and if you're not that very fast and you play receiver, it's, it's kind of hard to gauge how you're going to be able to separate at the NFL. So we'll see how Calvin. I'm excited for the combine, man. I've never been so excited for the combine because there's so many players who it's going to be so big for. So, we missed class specifically. So, I am excited. Um, Chase, you are on the board again for – no, for Arizona. Yeah. So, they have Arizona's pick. This is the Cowboys pick. What was the Raiders pick? Uh, last year they went Christian Kirk for another weapon for a weapon for uh, – So, I'm going to go Kelvin Harmon. Okay. I love it. Agreed. Agreed. 
They definitely need a bigger trails on the door, so Yeah. They can't they can't keep relying on Fitz. Fitz magic. I think he actually he he's actually pro comparable to Lerbershot. Not the fastest guy on the field. Like as a right. Runs routes, wins vertically. Yeah. Can win intermediately. I like it. I think Josh Rosen needs like a safety blanket type receiver, possession type receiver. They I I mean, Fitzgerald can do that in the slot, but like, how how much are you relying on the 36-year-old Larry Fitzgerald? I'm not relying on him, especially in King King Cliff Kingsbury's spread offense. They need people that Which have I a think, little. I think that I can also see them going uh, Brown, just because Cliff Kingsbury's from that Big 12. With driving that offense. I feel like Christian Kirk is like Marquise Brown, though. Like yeah, a guy not as fast, the, clearly, but yeah, exactly. I know you're just saying. a guy you get the the ball in space. Like that's why I would go Kelvin Harmon here. I like that pick that you originally said because he can stretch the field too, and then Christian Kirk opened up underneath for him. Yep, agreed. Um, so I have the Chargers here, man, and I am stuck in a hard place because. They need a right tackle. They do need a right tackle. Well, they need defensive linemen. Go with that trouble boy right now. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jeffrey Simmons. I think that would be disgusting, dude. Like it just, I couldn't pass on. Like I told told like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, he had that incident, and from all accounts, he's grown from that incident. And has been like an awesome dude. Uh, I'm not saying it justifies it. I'm just saying that incident seems like it didn't define him as a person. So if that's the case and his character checks out and he's learned from that and owned it, which it sounds like he has, I think this would be okay to take him at the end of the first round, especially for how talented of a player he is and how much they need that position. Um, so I think Jeffrey Simmons is a perfect fit from a schematic standpoint. It's really going to be about whether or not he checks out as a person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and that would be an absurd addition to an already pretty damn good defense right. one. I mean, in all seriousness, he could be a top 10. Like He, he should be a top 10 pick based on his talent. He's probably going to slip because of this. This like that Financially, that's a big difference, too. Like He's paying for that financially. From what he did, from the mistake he made. Yeah, exactly. So, that's that's basically where where I stand on on the matter. Um, Trace, you have probably not as easy as a pick as the other ones that you had, but KC really aiming at one side of the ball here. No, this is definitely an easy pick for me because if this dude's still on the board and KC doesn't snag him, they're nuts, in my opinion. Because I I completely see them re-signing D Ford. I don't see them any reason why they should let him go. So I'm going to count for him being on the team. So I'm going to go Mac Wilson. Love it. Perfect. They need, they need, they need a linebacker need that, that can cover. For who? Mac Wilson. For the Chiefs. For the Chiefs. Linebacker that can cover. He's like Derek Johnson, bro. He's like Derek Johnson. Agreed. And uh, we, we've mentioned this. We've talked about this a lot, a lot of times before. Reggie Raglan, Anthony Hitchens, they ain't Not it. Not it. They ain't it. So <laughs> they need to upgrade Reggie that position. Man. What's up, Chase? I was so big on Reggie Raglan coming in. It's so sad to see. They'd be solid rotational number twos, like sub, like to sub each other in and out, but like yeah. both of them on the field at the same time. Oh no! They're like the same backer. Like they yeah, need exactly. comp- they need to compliment somebody. Like it's just not working right now. Um. You trace, not Trace. Why do I keep messing up your names? I'm tweaking. Chase, you have the Packers again, oh, though. Man, bro, this is getting fucking sick. <laughs> you got TJ Hawk with your first pick for the Packers. You are currently picking at 30. I think it's replacement time here. Whoa, 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 whoa. They already have the replacement, dude. They have Kaiser. Not, not fucking Rogers replacement. <laughs> There's a there's a boy on the board that played at the school of another player that the Packers drafted that they traded this season. Who they're very similar players. They play the same position. 
Stop it, Tom. You don't want to see that. Why are you? I don't. That? You don't want to say that. You I'm just saying, like, <laughs> just for the for the good of the mock. But Islander, mm, there, there's not many good ones left. I was thinking free safety. Free safety. That's what I was thinking of. I was thinking going him or uh, Dexter Lawrence. Either one of the two would be pretty solid for the Packers. <laughs> There's no need for that, but I'm not. I'm not. I have like a third round grade on Dexter Lawrence, but I think he'd be good for what the Packers like to do. That they're three four. I think he Dexter Lawrence is a three four kind of dude. True, true. Play like that motherfucker. Well, I'd go Charles Emanu before I go Dexter Lawrence if I was going to go lineman. True. But yeah, I always go Deontay Thompson. I was just. I think they definitely need to replace that man. Um, Clay Matthews. I'm like 100% certain, not trying to hate on your pick or anything, because I love TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson, I think he's probably the best tight end in the class, and a loaded tight end class. I think they're going to go pass rusher with 12. But like, I, if, I was, if I was to go with 12, I, I love TJ Hawkinson, dude. Right, no, no, I feel you. I feel you. I'm just saying, like, they they need to, they need to upgrade that. Well, that you could have taken Montez Sweat. He didn't get taken yet. Uh, I'm, I'd rather have Deontay Thompson. Okay, but... That's oh, definitely me. would rather have Deontay Thompson, but if you're talking pass rushers, Monte Sweat is not important. If I was taking anybody for D-line right now, that's available if he tries to open you, but I'll go Thompson for sure. So I'm on the board with the L.A. Rams, and man, coming off... The Patriots, you're the Patriots. I'm the Rams, I'm the Rams yeah. Yeah, that's just for the Super Bowl two days ago. Yeah. And speaking of Super Bowl, they're coming off a rough loss. And why it's so rough is because this team is going to look a lot different next year. Um, they're, so they're pretty maxed out cap-wise, and they got to pay Jared Goff. That's what they're going to do. People are saying that they're that's what they're not going to do, which is crazy to me. But um, they're going to do it, honestly. I, that's what I, I truly feel. But they're losing Roger Saffold, unless they want to bring him back. Andrew Whitworth might retire. Dante um, Fowler's gone. Dante Fowler's gone. Nadam sue has gone. Marcus Joyner's gone. Um, so there's a lot of areas you could go here. I think you got to protect the offensive line because we see how Jared Goff is under um, continuous pressure. I think you got to upgrade that. So I'm going to go Chris Lindstrom here. Um, I think he's probably the best guard in the class. Um, I think you, pl- you plug him in and he replaces Saffold. Um, and you can maintain that physical run game that they want to keep the Rams do. So I- I'm going to go Chris Lindstrom here. Yeah, that's a pro- no-brainer. If you're losing all those players, you got to still solidify the O-line. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about all the money we spent last year. Yeah, man. It's going to be – that was probably the window to do it, and didn't work out. Didn't work out. The thing is, though, like, who would you – like, John Johnson's a stud at free safety or strong. You could play him either. Marcus Peters sucked. Like, he sucked last year. I completely understand that. But I am I just finished Julian Love's uh, evaluation. Yeah, I, I just finished Julian Love's evaluation, and I just finished Amani Arwarie's evaluation, and I wouldn't go either of them here. I think that's a little too rich for them. Um, so I, I don't know if I could go DB there. I know that you have to play replace Talib for the future, but like, do you want to do that now in this class? I just, I don't know, couldn't do it. I think too, just in general, even if you brought Saffold back, or even if you brought any of the offensive linemen, you need to like they weren't good in the Super Bowl, and they were questionable, like suspect throughout the entire season towards the end and the play and some of the playoffs. Like the Saints, they struggled a little bit too. I just think you need to upgrade that that unit, honestly. Yeah, I mean he's thirty eight. Like he's thirty eight. <laughs> like you got, you're gonna have to figure that Everybody's out. Everybody's gonna die. Chill, Tom. That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he's. Yeah. I was thinking about going Yanni Kajus, maybe get him a tackle, but I don't think there. I don't think. I think Chris Lindstrom is a better player, so yeah. I just want him. 
Yeah, that you could have gone him. You could have gone him. I think. Yeah, they're definitely not going to resign him. Yeah, he wasn't. He was just pretty average this season. But um, yeah, they could have gone him. They're, what's going to be interesting because they're going to have to. They can't trade away this pick like they did last year. They're going to have to keep replenish this team. So we'll see what the Rams do. Trace, you have the Super Bowl champions, the team that doesn't care about drafting good players. They just turn poop into gold. And and we're going to end the first round with some fireworks. And the New England Patriots are going to take Hollywood Brown. This is probably the last player New England would actually take. Yeah, but I, I love it. I <laughs> imagine, absolutely love it. Imagine it, though. I absolutely love it. Dude, imagine Hollywood Brown instead of Julian Edelman, like doing what Julian Edelman does. Yeah, but like ten times that's, faster. That's my thinking. Like, that's pretty much all they run anyways. Like between right. their receivers, so like, why not throw them both out there and just let them both go to work? Dude, I'm here for it. I mean, I hate the. I mean, I don't hate the Patriots, but like, I, I'm sick of them winning. I want to see new teams win, but like, I'm here for it. I'm here for. I'm here for that if they decide to do that. You don't think so? I think I think. Not saying he should be. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to John be John. Not. I think he's better than John Ross. I think he's going to get John Ross though. Um, who's still on the board that like people are going to lose their minds that we didn't take? Um, Ferguson, Montez Sweat, Montez Sweat, um. Daniel Jones, Dexter who's Lawrence, bad. Harry. Dexter Lawrence, and Keel Harry. Yeah, these are these Andre are Dillard. Um, no Fant. We didn't take no Fant, dude. Yeah, we didn't take no Fant. That's nuts. Trayvon yeah. Mullen. Trayvon um, Mullen. No one took Trayvon Mullen. Yeah, for a reason. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Daniel Jones. That's absurd. Yeah, for a reason. <laughs> Our fifth round grade. But, you know, team's looking for a quarterback. Take your boy. Um, no, we took we took Greedy. We took – we didn't take – Devin Bush. Devin Bush. Yeah. I still I still got to – I still got to uh, do his evaluation. I, I'm excited. We didn't take Charles Amenahue. Yeah, that's, that's really it, though. But we – I feel like we kind of killed this low key. Yeah, I like this one. Um, probably other than the quarterbacks, we're probably all gonna get all all of the regimes that we pick quarterbacks for are all fired. But other than that, um, <laughs> we're bulling. Yeah. So that was our mock draft, first of many. Um, we'll probably come back with another one of these after free agency when we have a better picture. What's up? Yeah, we'll have to see. We might go seven rounds like Matt Miller. Two rounds and three fingers. Yikes. Whoa. All right, boys. All right, till next time.